Hey guys, it's Danny Kloos and you're listening to Real Talk with Danny. So today I'm going to talk about principles and values and how they tie into relationships, um, more specifically romantic ones, um, just because for me that's like my biggest um honestly my biggest struggle but you know at the same time you can really do I mean you can really work to apply this to um you know all all kinds of relationships with your friends with your friends with your family um I know that because I have a really secure um attachment like a attachment style to my my friends and my family excuse me I can I can really like look past it and really use those as kind of like framework for my romantic relationships and which I hadn't really considered until very recently but um what I've realized with my friendships and my family is that the reason I have such a secure attachment style with them is because I I don't compromise on my my principles or values when it comes to them I hold true to those things I really make sure that they understand even just what my boundaries are um even if I don't have to verbally say it you know like there's so much forgiveness and there's so much security in those relationships it's like there's a lot of learning and a lot of forgiveness and you know you keep it moving you know it's not one of those things um that you really uh you know it's not really something I I worry about, to be honest. Um, I really just don't, I don't even think about it, I guess. Um, But I'm a very relationship-oriented person. I love, I love all my friends. I love my family. Um, All of them are so incredible. And if you're listening to this, just know how incredible you are. And um, yeah, just how blessed I am to have each of those people in my life. And um, man, yeah, God has really brought me far when it comes to my uh, friendships, especially. Um, I used to not be able to, I used to be super clingy. Like, man, if my friends, Danielle and Tommy are listening, they they are the ones, I thank them because they were the ones that literally called me out and were like, Danielle, you're super clingy. What's going on? Like, I mean, I think they said it in a nicer way, but I, it was like a. It was I was. I remember I was in a room with them, and they were all like, basically, it was like confrontation central. Like, I was freaking out. I was like, "What did you want to talk to me about?" Like, I was so confused. I was so scared. I was like, "Are they like trying not to be my friend anymore?" Like, I was so scared, man. But you know. um even then, I hadn't really understood um, myself yet. Like, I was still learning so much because I had previous trauma from, you know, my dad passing away. So um, from that, I, you know, I was still dealing with understanding relationships and not being scared of losing them. And, and being scared of losing them, I actually was a very avoidant person. I had, like, tons of friends. The more friends I had, I just you know, I would develop connections with them, but, you know, I would know a lot of people, but people wouldn't know me. I would just basically keep my arm's length and just avoidant as heck. And then, but then insecure and very insecure about those relationships as well. So, um, just moving around friend groups, I didn't have to like, essentially, I didn't have to be so connected that they would hurt me. And realizing that this 
insecure attachment style or avoidant attachment style hey oh and um side note if you guys don't understand what attachment styles are you can um definitely check out and just look up what what attachment styles are um in in terms of like relationship psychology um so that's that's what i learned anyway but essentially um i used to even pride myself in being avoidant so um i've grown um but anyway um i've seen how this has kind of like moved towards my romantic relationships and um you know it's one of those things where like i had to really consider you know why like why why do i fall back on this um is it the lack of security there? Is it the desire for my love and belonging? You know, simply put, I had not even honored my principles and I hadn't been honoring my principles and values in, in um, romantic relationships because, you know, for some reason, it just, it all just appeared differently to me. You know, I think, um, yeah. And um, moreover, you know, I really encourage each of you to evaluate your deep relationships and consider how you connect and, um, you know, what is your attachment style to them and um, do do they differ? And, and also even just look into your romantic relationships and what kind of attachment um, have you formed with them? Is it secure? Is it like, I mean, that's, that's the... Uh, you know, the gold standard or whatever they like to call it. That's the most optimal type of attachment style. But going back to to that, like, you know, basically just really consider how those principles and values tie back into your relationships. Um, and, you know, uh, understanding your value, that's really what, like, gives you the strength to essentially be secure the boundaries that you you create from those principles and values as well um and you know like and so basically um yeah there's this quote by ray dalio which says principles are the fundamental truths that serve as a foundation for behavior that get you what you want in your life they can be applied again and again in similar situations to help you achieve your goals. And that is um, Principles of Life and Work by Ray Dalio. And so that quote has always been something that I have always thought about, um, delved on. But um, truly, like, you know, <laughs> I think that was 2018 when I read that book. And to be quite honest, it's like, actually actively working to apply those things and not compromise on um, your principles um is really what what um makes makes things great because um you know uh, another quote from his book is uh you know principles are what allow you to live a life consistent with with value with your values essentially principles that connect your values to your actions. And so essentially, you know, if we're not allowing our our values to to uh essentially or our principles to to guide us, then essentially, you know, um one thing is that if you stand for nothing or if you if you if you stand for nothing, you'll you'll believe and fall for anything, right? And um and that's you have to take a stand. You really do, because um, that is literally my life is Exhibit A, Exhibit B, and Exhibit C of literally just 
how if you like how someone if they do not follow follow their values and principles where the basically the level of unhappiness that results from it the level of of uh trauma they'll face because you know they weren't true to themselves and being true to yourself is honestly one of the it's a, it's a courageous step because in in other words you you really find yourself in places where you do have to miss out on some things you do have to and I won't even want to say miss out because are you really missing out you are actually going to give yourself the best thing in life if you are staying true to your values and your principles period and and once you once you do that like um you can you can essentially establish yourself in 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 a in a secure way in a um in a way that that really just supports your goals and that's that's essentially what his his quote was uh saying and you know going back to what my my values are and it's actually so more importantly principles trump values because values um i mean obviously it comes before values and the thing is is when it comes to principles you know you develop those and then out of that you can develop your value what you value in life what you value in life is also due to um how you grew up what you what you learned right about what matters and say for instance for me something i value it can be values can be something as small or as big as as you want it to be like for me my value of someone saying goodbye and and even just like the way they say goodbye it means a lot to me because for my family goodbyes were always something that we we like we ensured that we we said goodbye to each other in a way it's like goodbye love you goodbye and like even in the way that we like it culturally it's also a cultural uh, value in that um filipinos we we wave goodbye until the person has left the the area essentially um so living in an apartment building though i guess that's something i don't do as much but i do my best to you know walk my friend to their car and see even just things like that i will never like want them to just walk out like that that just kind of goes against the like my grain and and so on and so forth but you know just really evaluate your principles that's all i'm saying evaluate your principles and then the attached values to those principles because once you do that once you really understand what you value you can communicate what you value um some people might not value it at the same level of course because you know you you do want in life you want to find someone with similar principle principles but resulting values it's also something that you can both work to communicate um uh, at least at least in my frame of mind that's something that i've realized um something as simple as um someone not caring to save numbers in their phone where me i love saving numbers in my phone because i love names and the meaning it brings as well as it identifies them to their culture so on and so forth so like for me it's like you know if you got a cool name or your name doesn't even have to be that cool but i even go as far as saving my friends middle names in my phone and i know that's special to me um uh because i don't know a lot of people that do that but i like any of my close friends if you see their name if your their name in my phone you will see their middle name too 
Um, so I ain't gonna call nobody out because I'm not trying to put government names out there like that, but I do have them in my phone. Um, but just understanding your values and your principles, those things like first in line, whatever, like you have to really establish that for yourself and hold true to it because when it comes to relationships, um, guys, if you hear that, that is my bird and he is, um, wanting food because I haven't fed him, fed him today. Um, let me go take care of that. What's up? All right, we good. So anyway, holding true to those things can can really give you the best things in life. And so, yeah, um, moving on, uh, you know, I kind of did a little exercise for myself and I really just wanted to essentially evaluate myself and what I want from almost like a third person perspective because my third person perspective knows me very well you know like kind of gives me a place to kind of look from the outside in into my life and to be like Danielle you know you understand yourself you know you know what you want and you know what you value so why aren't you why aren't you um why aren't you doing that for yourself you know um and then more importantly, um, just, you know, before I start that, um, or give you, give you my little exercise and what came of it, um, you know, deep relationships, um, you know, those deep relationships that I, um, I hold with like friends and family, I noticed that I can so easily keep to my, my values and principles when it comes to friends and family. But when it came to to um, significant relationships, it's just like I lost my my head, and you know, and that's where that's where where I steer myself wrong and where I set myself up for failure because truly, like that is that is absolutely. And even if I found someone close to it, right, there was always somewhere where I would compromise because I would not put what I value first, you know, and, and what I mean, my principles first. And, um, more importantly, I wouldn't even put God first and God, that is part of my principles in, in, in life and putting God first in things, even though I'm not perfect in any way. Um, that is my faith that I hold, but like, even though I'm not perfect in, in any way, I, man, like, I really, really didn't try, you know, and then now that I am trying, now that I have really just reevaluated, re, um, rehashed some things and made sure that, like, you know, hey, like, what are your values and what are your principles, and, and man, like, I have learned so much more about myself, and also just how to love myself and love, uh, love the journey I'm on, um, and to really just, like give myself everything I actually want because and want and need because um I wasn't doing that you know and also allowing God to meet me in the middle there and really even just go before me because yeah truly like my relationship with him was always on the rocks and I was a type of person that would just use God for when I needed him and you know, God is just so good, and he he truly really was like has like he's he's been there, 
and I don't even deserve it. Like, man, there's not, there's not a love greater than God's love. And if you don't know that for yourself, I'm not trying to push my, shove my beliefs down your throat, but it's, it's just something I believe wholeheartedly. And, um, yeah, so here's my exercise. So something I also encourage you all to do is, yeah, write your, write out what you like write this out in your own way like kind of like really like take a third person outlook and just it kind of just removes you from from the the um the narrative in a in a different way like it kind of gives you uh perspective essentially and then to, then ask yourself why don't you give yourself that you know why what are you doing that inhibits this this growth that you want or this this relationship that you want for your life and so I did this more based off of my um, deep relationships with significant others more in the sense of one day finding that that love interest or that um, what do you call it or my future husband essentially and um, what I want from that relationship, what I want from a significant relationship in, in terms of a husband. And, um, even in prior to that, um, yeah, what, what I hope for. And yeah, like it's, it's just, it's just a different way to look at it and, um, really just transferring those principles and values into that relationship is, is key. So, um, here I go. So basically, um, also, it is important to note that while these are things that I hope for in life, I also realize that there are, you know, more importantly, who I am when I stand alone, when I, you know, have my relationship with God, um, who I am just in and of myself is enough. I don't need these things. Um, I do hope for these things. But that's independent of what one individual person can bring me in this life. And it's more so understanding that this is something that God can add to my life. And it's not to say that if he doesn't if he doesn't want to give this to me, if he say I become barren, I don't I can't have children um, one day, like, you know, all these things. And I, I don't speak that into existence. I rebuke that. But um, <laughs> but, you know understanding that these are my desires and um you know what I've seen in my life to what I hope for um my 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 passion um for the work I do as well as just my life I know that it's full and it it's it's complete and in every moment it's complete because you know if I were to die tomorrow I won't have any regrets because this is Again, not speaking that into existence, but <laughs> rebuking that, um, I just know where I am and where I'm supposed I'm supposed to be where I am um, right now, and I'm full confidence in that. Um, and it's a journey. Life is a journey, and we can't be too hard on ourselves because honestly, like yeah, life will surprise you too. And I think that's one thing that's amazing about God is that. Man, he really has brought me so many of the my like basically his ways are higher than my ways, his thoughts and my thoughts. Like I hold true I, I hold that those promises that God has made to me and I and I I I I give that 
I give him like almost like full trust because I know that my life is not going to be like in vain. Like everything I'm living for isn't in vain. Um, so yeah, like I have security in that, um, just in that, that aspect of things. So, um, here (laughs) is my little exercise and please, um, if you want to do this exercise, I encourage you to do so because I think it really would give you a great perspective on yourself and to really understand also how you value yourself. Because do you value yourself? Because, um, yeah, that's this is just an example of how much you do value yourself. Because even though you don't give, even if I say I've read all this to you, and if I don't give that to myself and I and I do things that that essentially contradicts anything that I actually want for myself, then I'm not being true to myself. And that's the problem. That is a huge problem. And, um, you know, where you can compromise, that's a whole nother conversation because that's also, um, you know, there's, there's fine lines and then there's, you know, gray lines or gray, gray areas in that respect. So here I go. Deep relationships with love interests is just different without commitment. You cannot yourself ever go there again. Like, you know where it brings you mentally. You were traumatized from past relationships and you you are once again, you were once again traumatized in the most recent one. This is due to your lack of boundaries. Now that you understand where boundaries are needed, you have to respect yourself and simply not date anyone that you aren't friends with first. Therefore, anyone you're interested in, you should seek friendship before you even consider dating. Or if you decide on dating or start with it, your boundaries must remain as as though um, they were a friend until you go through the progression of know, trust, rely, commit, touch. This is important because you can't know you can't trust in someone before you know them you can't rely on someone before you trust and know them you can't commit to someone that you don't know trust and rely on and certainly when you start to get physical or you kiss or you hold hands and in touch like those things like cannot precede knowing trusting and relying committing to that person because um, at least this is a principle that you hold for yourself because you understand where your boundaries are. You understand where if you do one thing before the other, then essentially you keep playing catch up until you die. I don't know. So that was a little dramatic, but this is what you know will bring you success. Is that not clear enough? Understanding someone's likes and dislikes, what pisses them off, what makes them happy what their life stories are, their dreams, their hopes, all of that can be communicated between friends and before you even think about committing to them. Danielle, you want the best things in life in terms of a relationship. You want to do it right. You want to put God first in your life as he brings you the security and love that no human being will ever match. But that's okay because the love you receive is the love you give and coming from all directions, you can wholeheartedly bring that to the table. In the same way, you would want this from your future husband. You would want him to also put God first in his life. Even if his love runs dry or his love is imperfect, in which his love is imperfect, would be imperfect, 
God's love will cast out any fear and insecurities between the both of you. You want to honor your husband and you want to serve him and you want him to serve you. And together till death you part because you do not believe in divorce. Even if he cheats, even if he decides to leave or anything along, uh, like basically as long as he doesn't abuse you physically. You want someone who will try no matter how hard it gets, who will show up to the marriage counseling if, if to marriage counseling, if anything, um, um, sorry, if, if things between you are not at its best, you will admit when you are wrong and ask for, for forgiveness and forgive one another as God forgives you and remain humble through it. And he will do the same because you understand the grace of God and his mercy you want to have children and be present in their lives. You want to lead that. Um, you both want to. Uh, you want him to lead the family and together create God-fearing children, who understand and hold true to their their principles, values, and boundaries, as well as having the ability to be objective. Um, together, make them better than you you ever were. Break generational curses. Be financially smart and stable. You want to involve both yours and his family's lives. Um, you both want to be involved in each other's family's lives and and so into each other, each side equally. Family means everything to you. To travel and to see the world um, together, to build perspective for your children and not, to, not, um, and not allow them to be closed-minded Americans. Raise them in a, in the church and especially raise them at home because you will not allow the system to raise your children. Objectivity, open-mindedness, steadfastness, assurance, discernment, wisdom. You want to develop healthy questioning of why the world is the way it is, why things are the way they are. What is our pur- uh, what is our purpose if we do not have our children to carry our legacy and their children for generations to come? That is something you value and and hope to instill in your future children. Life holds traumatic experiences and you can raise your children to see that, not to expect the worst, but to give them all the tools to understand its grip on life and how to deal with it in it in the best way. You want them to believe the best things about themselves and others. You want to under, them to understand their mental health and how that contributes to daily life. Um, their, their kindness will be contagious to all those around them. Discipline is important in your children's upbringing. And together, you discipline your children because that is the way, um, that is how they will become successful in this life. You will make sure they understand um, they understand this. And you will not discipline your children when you are angry you will only discipline them when you are calm. Something you learn from your parents. Your uh, children will play sports, no questions asked. One likes art, cool, but sports offer a discipline that creates healthy mindsets for the future, not to mention uh, physical health. After family is work. um, Family will always come before work. Your boundary with work will be that they understand this. Your um, they, that your workplace understands this. Your husband will do the same. You will not stay in a job you are not happy in. You will support your husband in his dreams and aspirations. You will grow and learn together. You will hold each other accountable to physical, me- spiritual, mental, and intellectual health. Physical because you know that you both have um, the best odds of preventing death and disease. 
spiritual so that you can keep accountable to your faith. Something your mom had uh, told you about when she lost her dad or um, something your mom um, had said about when you she lost your dad and she realized that she wasn't dependent on him for love because of God's love and who had supplied her needs, um, her needs in her loss and even before it and after it. Um, the strength of her relationship with God is, is what allowed her to remain strong, to even raise four children on her own. Mental health, because we can all have dark times and we must ensure we are coping in healthy ways with whatever life throws at us. With work, family, anything can happen and being attentive to each other's needs is important. You understand that life isn't, uh, isn't picture perfect and that greater challenges are to come. You understand that your future husband won't be perfect. That is definitely, and, and you hope that he doesn't hope you are, per- he doesn't think you are perfect either, you know, um, not, um, that basically that not everything will go expected or as planned, that it is also important not to dwell on what could be, but to work with what is and you both will honor that. Your hope remains in God and his provisions and blessings. He gives and takes away, but you still praise God. You both still praise God, seeking God first because everything else has been given to you according to his will and blessings. A more beautiful way to look at it because life, um, look at life because we must treat what we have been given like a prize with respect and honor to please God with it because he is the one who gave it. The best thing about this is that God has someone for you and the opposite is true for that someone. He will treat you as a gift from God, like a prize, a jewel, something good, so something good. And he, he keeping that in mind is, uh, if he, for, um, and, and I'm talking about your husband, um, if he forgets himself and lose, loses focus, he will have to look back and remember that God is the one who has given and, sh- and straighten up. You know, he, this can even be said true of your significant other um, before you, you are um, your husband. Hey, even your friends, you should value them as someone that God gave you and not take them for granted either. Um, he gives and takes away, but we can even trust that God will not break a vow um, that was made before him. So even in your in your relationship with your husband, so um, especially, I mean, in your relationship with your husband, if both parties are in him, if both of you are in him, they they together, you both together can work through any hardships. Remember that they that you both aren't perfect and that you can still find your way back to each other no matter how hard it gets. So um, that's just a pretty much a just summary and it wasn't perfect. I apologize for um, my stuttering in, in between. But um, yeah, I kind of wrote this out on a whim and, and really just kind of gives me this clarity and sense of purpose for what I want in my life. And I think that each of us can can do something similar um, like this and really just write it out. I think either writing it out, speaking it out. For me, I have to write it out, then speak it out. Because I speak this things into existence because, I mean, hey, like, this is my prayer. And that's how I, that, that's what I mean by that. And, um, and, you know, my prayer for my life is that I do find, you know, 
that that basically I found my fulfillment in God first. That I found my fulfillment, um, in and of myself to understand that I can't, I cannot ask for what I do not give myself or for what, um, essentially what God does doesn't give me. You know what I mean? But God gives me everything I need and supplies me with everything. So, therefore, you know, it's it's really simple. The more simple we make it for ourselves, I think the better, because. The only time it gets complicated is when those principles and values don't match up or, or when those principles don't match and when you have to compromise and continually compromise and um, you lose yourself in that. You you can lose yourself in that. And, um, you know, I think another conversation will be where can you compromise? Because I think the best relationships, you know, love, like even in Christian, non-Christian relationships, love does not keep people together. It's commitment. It's in in and in some ways compromising on certain things, but like you you have to really we have to really go deep into what um those those comp what compromises are, like when you're married you're married though so that's what I'm saying that like when you're married, <laughs> you really you signed up for it so you you have to you have to find compromise on certain things and and I mean not necessarily in the sense of principles but yeah what you what you want. And, um, say like, for instance, uh, your husband finds a job in New Jersey, but you find a job in New York. How are you going to compromise on that? You guys got to live somewhere right in between, right? Or maybe you have to find a job in New Jersey, you know, like that, that's the kind of compromise I'm talking about when it comes to principles. Um, if you've already, um, you know, uh, considered, you know, you know, your principles and you decide to move forward, then that's on you. And it'll be, it will be, it'll be something that you can't hold over your partner's head, your husband's head, you know, um, and so that, or, or, or your wife's head, I'll also speak for men too, in that way. So, um, um, yeah, so I think, you know, if, if I hope this is, this helps you and even just encourages you to, to understand that man, like, Life is full, and you can find what you're looking for if you really just stay true to yourself. And um, it's really, life is a beautiful thing. And, you know, um, there are so many necessary endings um, to to things that we, we hold on to. I mean, for me, I think for a long time, I... The trauma I experienced in past relationships due to not holding true to my principles and stuff, like those those things are some it's almost like something I like leaned back on because I already knew what it felt like so it's almost like experiencing something different even if it was better it was just better to go with what I knew as opposed to what I hoped for for myself or you know and and maybe not even understanding my values to the level of which I wrote them out and then looked at them and I was like that's very achievable. If you ever made a smart goal in your life, like you can look at you can look at so many things and be like, man, that is achievable. What was I thinking not to give that to myself and not to ask for it even? Um, but yeah, I think you know the things that you need, you can very closely find those things with what you've already been given, and nothing additional in your life is going to meet that and um 
no man, um, your friends, your friends can, can be there in a way, different ways, but, like, yeah, that's why I always say, like, it's, I mean, it's important to seek God first, and, like, you know, the verse, seek God, you seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all, um, his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. I didn't, um, quote that perfectly, but, you know, that's truly what, um, that's truly, that's a, that's a principle in my life, because that's what, really and I have to hold true to that because I falter back and forth and I forget I forget about God a lot and that's you know that's on my head when I do and you know that I just I just have a really extreme passion for self-improvement and self-development and and it I think it gives us the opportunity to really look within ourselves and see what we need to work on and how how we can be the best versions of ourselves and when we can bring that to the table and meet somebody um along the way that will will support your dreams that will you both together can as individuals that become one you know um that become one in the sense of 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 that relationship and that commitment to really just strive for the best things in this life and to make legacy a, le- a legacy for your children and to that care that legacy be carried on for generations it's really a beautiful thing and who you end up with can determine the legacy of your children so you have to really be faithful and just honest with yourself to to really look within yourself and understand what exactly it is that you really want and then cheap thrills and you know just things that you know just emptiness there's so much emptiness in this world and fulfillment is honestly it's found in god it's found in that's where i found my my fulfillment and you know seek seek it and seek it out look at look at look into it you know i think there's just so many different ways that you know you can truly discover yourself and and um for me that i found that through through god and um yeah i hope this serves as some level of encouragement to you hey if you don't want a husband one day and hey you can base your own little narrative third third person narrative on on um essentially on your your work what you want out of work what you want to accomplish in in your work and and um you know if you're more a career focused type of person and that's what you want right now and you don't even see yourself getting married one day hey that's you too um uh i see myself getting married and i mean hey i could have a whole narrative for my whole work too um as well because hey but you know I feel like work is more one of those things where I kind of see it as as um something that comes along like you, you know I feel like my ministry and my my um my life I think it would really just to build a legacy I think that's truly what I want in life um you know I've always thought that career was the first thing but <laughs> to be honest it's so futile um it, Unless, you know, I don't know, some people, they like to be going to be missionaries or, you know, serve the community for the rest of their lives. And that's great. But, like, why not pass that along to someone, you to your children? Why not pass that, that um, 
incentive down because if you're such a great person, please have children. Please have children because you they need like the children of future generations, we need people who will be leaders, who will be just absolutely like you know like world changers we we need that and please if you're an amazing person like if you're a horrible person please don't have children i'm kidding but um um but no for real like that's where you go back to your principles and values just really understand that and when you raise your children and will you we really define that you you will you you you'll find success and um that's what we can hope for, right? All right. Well, I think that's it for today. And I hope you all got something out of this. Um, all right. Have an amazing day or evening, wherever you are in this world. And stay safe.